Hello. And welcome to the Lovies Podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, Emily. And I'm your host, Jeez Allison, with my voice officially back. Oh. Yes, yes. Yay. Thank you, thank you. The Lord heals. I'm ready for American Idol. <laughs> Watch out. And we're here to talk about relationships. relationships even though what, Emily? We've never been in No, one. not once. What? All right. Okay. Let's get into it. Hello. Okay. <laughs> Emily is vibing today. We we are inspired. But <laughs> we no. Okay. Um <laughs> here's what you missed on Glee. Here's what you missed on Glee. So um listen to the last three weeks. The three worth, weeks. All of worth. which are recorded within a week's time span. So God knows where we're at genuinely That's a month from now. That's not true. Mm-hmm. Because if the person I spoke of in the podcast listens, it was not recorded within a week. <laughs> the last two warning, were recorded warning. in the same day. But the other one, the the one that just launched today, this week, not today. It's almost it's Friday. Thursday. Emily can't get her day straight. The I have a hard time too. This week, um, which was two episodes ago, maybe four. Maybe three. Who knows? You should have listened to them all. <laughs> that one was in the can way long time ago. That was but, that was a very long time ago. Yeah, that's not even like, you know, I listened to it and I just kind of wanted to say like an editor's note. Like, <laughs> I just want everyone to know I was totally, it was a one-sided relationship. <laughs> <laughs> like you and it what happened? It was just me. <laughs> like, I never it's, it's not a relationship. It's a commentary. I never even listened to our episode. I had to listen on. to that one because I did not know what to say for the Instagram, and I just wanted everyone to know <laughs> that, like, when I said it was a six month relationship, it was not. It was a six month like me stalking this person because mm-hmm. I'm cute but psycho. But it was totally. It was a six month acquaintance. It was acquaintanceship at its best. It was just me. He was not at all a participant. <laughs> but anyways, that kind of inspires tonight's episode. Or today's episode. Yeah. Or this afternoon's Well, episode. hello, wherever you are at any time of the time scale. Mm-hmm. The timeline. We used to be jet setters, so um, we know that. I was thinking about that. We know that Earlier this style. week, I was thinking about Air Canada. Yes, Air Canada. We know it well. <laughs> we're like they know us they know us i look so we stupid got into first class and i want to you know what side note i really want to update my airplane looks <laughs> i wish i had a photo album of them truly like truly they are atrocious my two tops my two top terrible outfits number one Big winner, big prom queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> my grease outfit. Your corn. Because mm-hmm. yes. I willingly Horror wore that. Story. Yeah, and I want everyone to know that we got on a plane. It was at LAX. It was her birthday, and I chose to wear a men's t-shirt from Kohl's from back in the early two thousands when I was a kid. I made my dad get for me a man's large, and yeah. now shrunk to a woman's medium, mm-hmm. and it is a graphic. Of popcorn popping <laughs> and corn voice. running and screaming away. And it just is horror movie. <laughs> I cherish that shit. And here we are in first class, Air Canada. <laughs> Looking like an idiot. Looking like idiots. They I were playing us with alcohol. <laughs> I, I turned 18 on that flight. On that flight in the air. It was between two and time And it's times. first class. And they're like, what? No, 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 you did not turn 18 on yeah, that I did. flight. No. No, you turned 18 from London to Vienna. 
Because remember, Daddy wouldn't call you on oh, your birthday because right. I bought you a ring. You're right. And then oh, so, we, but there it was, was my shooting birthday. in France. There was no, no, it's no, no. A, a, may I raise we this? We were almost arrested in London. There was a terrorist attack in France, and Daddy would not call her on her birthday because no. we bought a ring that was eight hundred. And he got mad at us because <laughs> we had three. Well, poor bitch life. We had three separate cards with <laughs> certain sets of money on them, like a bunch of different like debit cards for some reason. And we allotted one card for each country. Yes. So it was our second to last day in London. I bought a nice piece of jewelry for myself because our mom always said when you go to a country, you get a nice piece of That's jewelry. That's just a pro tip for anyone traveling. Because then you, she's like, it's something it keeps nice. Like, you always remember it when you look at it. It's like a nice thing to keep around. That's not so kitschy, you know what I mean? So I'm like, everywhere I go, I always do that. He refused to answer my call. Refused. And, and then... It was terrible. It was terrible. We were almost arrested in London. There was a terrorist attack in France, Nice. Yeah. And, and we then, almost went, because we, we went almost went to, that day on the channel to go to France. We almost went to France, and then we went to Vienna, and we were in the middle of an ISIS parade. We actually <laughs> were in the middle of a Muslim protest. <laughs> it was very traumatizing. And he did not answer any of our calls. And he didn't. Not at all. Not at all. Like, literally, the next day, Emily almost went to prison. And I, I was chatting up. I literally went to prison. I was, almost. like, chatting up, not romantically. Chatting up is a very versatile term. I was chatting up a police officer because she almost got arrested for having pepper spray. Yeah, she got caught. I still had mine. I yes. didn't say and anything. And if I go to London with anyone that has pepper spray, I can go to jail. Yeah, she will go to jail. And she will <laughs> face a $10,000 fine. 10,000 pounds. A 10,000 pounds. But, um, so I'm here trying to chat up the police officer because now that I know it's illegal and I chose not to give up, I genuinely could have been arrested. She had it on her. And if I knew if they found that in her purse, I would would have gone to jail, period. We both would have. No, no, you would have been reprimanded, but I would have gone because I was already written up. Traumatizing. Please look up the legality of pepper spray before you travel. I know. Oh my gosh. It's freaking uh, scary. That was crazy. But um But no, our father is great. It's okay. No, He's love just him, moody. but we all He's know moody how, like all of you. We know how <laughs> we know how people get. Okay, well, I don't know where you're going this. Air Canada was a good time. I got tipsy on the plane and I like went up to go to the bathroom as one does. Didn't realize how tipsy I was because I didn't like really not big drinks back in those days. And then he sees me get out of the bathroom and he's like kinda laughing at me. Like, he's enjoying it. So, I'm like, I'm glad I didn't, like, embarrass We're him. We're all enjoying it. And he was it. like, would you like another glass? I'm like, no, thank him. Okay. <laughs> and it's not a glass. It's, like, one of those It was, like, bottles. it was a glass. Like, to the brim. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no. We had, like, a great time at Air Canada. And you should update your travel looks. That was the whole point of this. I do want to update them. We, d- we were planning on traveling this we year. We were, actually. In a very, it was not even, like... We didn't book anything. It was a very second-hand decision because we've been wanting to do more domestic travel. We do want to do doing a lot of international, travel. so we kind of want to keep it domestic. Well, we did want to do an international one, but I don't know when that's One last happen. international. Because, honestly, I don't know where to go. Besides, we've been everywhere. Um, I would like to go to Oktoberfest. I think that would be fun. Yes. But I feel like that's maybe a marriage trip. No, I don't think so. I think that's like a boyfriend-girlfriend thing. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying, like, with a man. I'm, like, I'm going to do the coast... Of Northern Africa for my honeymoon. I think like that'd be cool. Marrakesh, Morocco, Casablanca, Cairo. That it's is beautiful. some good. Now that's stuff. a honeymoon. <laughs> that's a honeymoon. Not like anything dumb. Not a hotel room in Sacramento. <laughs> San Francisco was a city. But we were anyways, for. how do we get? So what? What to are we that talking honeymoon? about? With this, is that week, where, is that your transition? <laughs> sure. Seven minutes in, baby. We've already got nothing covered. Oh. 
whoa, we're just speeding through this right now. <laughs> <laughs> Emily's uh, keep up, keep up. We covered a lot. So why are we here, Emily? Why did you call this we're meeting? We're here because we had time, which is a great thing. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. What? <laughs> I can't even mimic it. It was so ugly. Uh-oh. Yeah. Ding, ding. I also, Sibling editor's note, editor's note, my laugh is atrocious on this thing. Let me is tell you. Is it bad you didn't like it? It's not good. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why our mother also complains. Uh, you guys, I'm sensing a trend in this episode. Maybe we're not either of our parents' favorites. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Because I think I have, a, I have a great phone voice. It gets her discounts at the Best Western. It gets me discounts. I the AT and T people love me. <laughs> I'm like I make everyone's day. At the end of a call with anybody of any sort, like Time Warner or AT and T, they're always like, "Thank you. You know what? You have a good day." And I'm like, I know you don't say that because I know how shitty your job is because people call you. <laughs> people are mean. Who don't understand anything. It's like you're getting paid you. to be yelled at. Pretty much, and I feel Pretty bad much. for them. And I, I do feel bad, too. I just try to be nice to them because I know I am not allowed to know any of the information they're about to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> and I had one person tell me, they're like, you know what, I would tell you, I would really tell you, but I can't because it's a recorded line and I'm going to get in trouble. And I'm oh, like, you know what, it's okay. I said, I get that. that, I get that. I just want you, I just want to know everything you can't tell me. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know what, I just have to tell my supervisor Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're just bullshitting I the know. whole time. Mm-hmm. But anyways. Okay, well, <laughs> poobastank. <laughs> Allison called me a poobastank. <laughs> Apparently that is a term for like, vagina. Ah! I said it! It's inappropriate. Relationships Sorry. involved. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry for headphone wearers. That got a little out of hand. Relationships <laughs> involve vaginas. Poobas- <laughs> poobastank. <laughs> Don't be like middle school about it. Oh, no. I'm not the one who's vibing with middle school. We just watched Pen15 and listen, our lives are changed. (laughs) Not our lives are changed. It's really like, it's really kicking it back to how how it really be It's everything. It's everything how it is. I'm shocked though. But isn't that the middle school way? Where you think no one had the experience you had and yet it was so universal they made a show. (laughs) We didn't even go to public school and yet we had that experience. We had various experiences. But, um, thank you. Anyways, this week's episode is about what you put into a relationship. What do you get? She put the serious goggles on. I put the serious goggles on. Allison has some drunk goggles. (laughs) No. No. If you hear a clink clink, it's from my water glass this time. She actually is fasting. No, we're not supposed to say that because in the Bible it says, do not let anyone know that you're fasting, wash your face. I'll edit it out. Lord, (laughs) forgive me for my trespasses. But we're here to talk about... (laughs) (laughs) What is it? What value do you add to a relationship? Because I have been going on a whole thing. Because if you've been listening, as we mentioned earlier... Animal tooth. Thank you. As we've mentioned earlier in this previous episode... (laughs) (laughs) In this same episode. All of five minutes ago. About my saga, which, (laughs) listen, welcome to it. Well, here's the thing. It's not about the saga, it's what the saga brings out of you. For sure. Speaking of saga, I want to talk about the Twilight Saga, not today. I want to do a whole episode on it. We're going to do it. So next time, if you see an episode called Bite Me, it's about Twilight. So buckle in. Mm -hmm. Bite me. 
We need to do it because we just watched it recently. And, it's and really, I don't want to lose it. I don't want to lose it. It's stirred up emotions. It was like a least. lot for me. Yeah. It was my first time watching Twilight. So that gives a total different perspective. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For shizzle. And but okay. So your whole thing, the dust was kicked up with your one-sided relationship The dust was kicked here. up with my one-sided relationship. Because now we're at a point. Since we've never been in relationships, we're about to get vulnerable in the studio today. We're going to get vulnerable in the studio. No one's because us. we have never <laughs> been in relationships. For sure. We genuinely cannot say what we would add value to in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's not in a self deprecating sense. I know you people out there probably know what I'm talking about on my lovey dubbies. Mm-hmm. But sure. genuinely, if we were in a relationship, I mean, I don't know. Emily's kind of gotten close to the sun here. I've gotten close to the sun and I'm falling. I know. Icarus the wax has melted my wax has melted but I haven't even gone I genuinely don't know and Emily doesn't either so please I know we say this all the time email us for real participate in this episode (laughs) I mean we are like blowing up sorry if we didn't answer your emails yet (laughs) (laughs) but um participate don't let that what value does someone add to a relationship? I really like, actually want to Because know. it's like, well, you listen to them and you support them. But then it's like, is that not also feeding into the ideology that you just, besides like giving yourself to another person, you're just sitting there taking up space? Because, like that's the yeah, question. Because here's the thing. So uh, I've been close to the sun since this podcast has started a few times. No, I would say also before. Well, you know what? Based <laughs> sure. on this episode right now, I guess you know which one is the hot one. <laughs> that's not true. It's not me. Everyone thinks we're twins, so that's like a moot I know, but they think you're younger. Also muted. Because then it's not which one do you think is older. It's which one do you think is more youthful and cute. That's what the question is to it's people. Weird. And that's what they say. I don't know. It's weird. But shout out to the one person who thought we were cousins. For sure. For sure that person remember who you are. But we had, I mean, I had church boy ready to marry me, like, tomorrow. Would have been married. But that's church. That doesn't count. And it doesn't count. But because of this whole saga that I've just been through, he told me that I was hard. And not, like, a gangster way. (laughs) Like, Like you were expert level video game mode. No. Like, not even in that cool way. Who? The church one? Mm -mm. No, that college... Boy, college man. This one happening right now. Yes. Well, like, that's relative. Present tense. Not, yeah. He's not happening right now. But he had told me, it's something that stuck with me and it's something that's made me think. And maybe this isn't the best medium to talk about it on. But since I have five hardcore listeners, I don't really care. (laughs) (laughs) I know, yes. (laughs) Love you five people. But, like, he basically, like, he's going through a bunch of stuff and, like, that's, you know, neither here nor there. Irrelevant. But he had told me that I was really hard. And it's like, it made, like, I am very hard. Like, I have gone through a lot. What do you mean? I feel like, like you haven't descripted the word hard. I cannot find words anymore. <laughs> like, who? Like, I need vocab cards. I need I vocab cards. No, it's okay. When you read, you not describing. Describing was the word. Vocabulary. Vocabulary. Yeah. Cried <laughs> out a book. Well, this like, because it's like when he came over here, I was shocked. I was so surprised because I am like, I, I yell. I am quick to the chase. We're I'm like, I am very blunt. I'm a blunt person. 
And when he came here, it's like I know he doesn't hang around those sort of people. Like, he's time more go with the flow, easygoing, chill, all that stuff. And that's great. That's fine. And I most of the people I know are pretty chill and stuff. But because they know who I am and they've been with me on my journey, they know my softer side and my harder side. But it's like when I'm around a guy, I immediately, like, bristle. Like, I yeah. bulk up. Like, I'm just like... It's, like, all of a hard shell that I create. Mm-hmm. Yes, isopod. Like, with girls, yes, an isopod. Like, with girls, with my friends. Like, a like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, oh, like, with girls. Stupidest word. But with girls, I am more vulnerable because they. Em- I know they're not going to attack Emily's me later. Emily's a girl's girl. I'm a girl's girl. So when he said that, it was kind of, like, shocking because we're talking about politics. His politics are different than mine. I didn't, I did not rip him a new asshole because I'm a human and I see him also as a human. But, um, but like I get passionate about the things I know because it's like when you contend with the hospitals and you Mm. contend with the rehab centers about a person that's dying, you can't tell me to wear a mask. Okay. I watched a person die. Who I was told should, to wear a mask around, and the and nurses I didn't. didn't even do it because they said honestly, <clears throat> it doesn't even work. It doesn't even work, and they said they don't even have enough masks. They said they would prefer that we didn't wear masks because they didn't have enough of them. Yeah. So and now, like Trump has brought more masks, he's brought more defibrillators, all that stuff, yeah. all the oxygen things, which our grandfather was on. I saw everything, everything firsthand. And it's like, it has made me hard. It's made me more callous. It's made me more angry and frustrated with everything that's going on. And it's like, he said that about me. And he said that also about how I am, I don't see, like, it kind of all just stems, like, I think I'm ugly and I think I'm, like, not worthy of a person Mm -hmm. in a relationship. And I think I'm not, like, you know, like, anyone can do better than me, and that's a very vulnerable thing to say. Those are vulnerable yeah. things to say. And it's like, I don't say that for sympathy. I don't say that to be a victim. I just say that because I think that's what it is. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And maybe I should go to therapy and talk about it. No, this is therapy. People have different versions of therapy. This one yeah. just happens to be the cheapest. But it's like, it's true, and it stems from being raised by a different generation. Totally. Like, being raised in a generation that's not of that generation I was raised by, and also reconciling those things. And also, this generation moves so fast. Yes. Like, the first date, they're ready to have sex. And they don't even consider and I'm like, it a date. What? You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I barely it even know you. It makes me scared. It's like, it's so aggressive. It's very aggressive. It's so aggressive. It makes me really freaking nervous. That's not to say that it's like, I'm but not open to things, but it's like, whoa, on the first date, what yeah, are you talking about? Yeah, and I'll about? raise you this. People in the church do the same thing, but in a way, way, way more aggressive, more consequential tone. Because <laughs> it's like, okay, the sex marriage is <laughs> different from sleeping with a man, and like, sleeping with a man is already terrible. Like, a secular guy wants to have sex with you on the first date. A Christian guy wants to marry you on the first date. Both things are Both things are not a win-win situation. And I thought I was in the middle of those two things, but it's like, I don't even know where I am. And then that's where it kind of like stems to is like, what value do I really add to a relationship? Because if I don't think I'm special, I think in the workforce at large, like Allison says, this is the most liberal thing about me, quote unquote, is my feminist take on everything. Like, yeah, actually, I, very much. It's like, it is probably the most. Well, you know what? Because here's the thing. Here's what we have to take. Because I know we slammed feminism in Femme Fatale episode seven. It's actually one of our 
biggest episodes. It's mm-hmm. on our top five. I think it's like our third biggest one. Wow. I know. Besides episode one and two. So I don't know why Dale's got so many listens. <laughs> episode seven and episode four are where it's at if you're looking for controversy. <laughs> but, um, because we slam feminism, but here's the thing. We actually were raised by a very feminist mother, but not mm-hmm. in the sense of the word. Yeah. Like, we came from a two-income household. Our mother worked further than our dad did. Like, our dad was my house mom. Like, yeah. the room mom for school. Like, did people have that in public schools? I don't know. But, like, we had, like, room moms. And they would, like... They really didn't do much, to be honest. They but didn't. I think it was more expected that they would chaperone. Yeah. So, my dad was room mom. He was the first man ever to be a, a room mom. <laughs> yeah. And he brought apple cider to our parties. And that was, like, his brought big ice contribution. Cream. Yeah, it was great. And, um, so, our father was there more often than our mother but like interestingly enough because we always say like like I saw it somewhere on TV show I feel like I'm talking in chopped up sentences I saw it somewhere <laughs> in a TV show where it was like yeah a woman can have it all but not at the same time yeah and like very good that's way like to put that's like a big thing that's been said well yeah, yeah because it's true and it's so true. like I do feel bad for our mom because she does she has a stigma in her mind that she wasn't around for a lot of our childhood but we don't have it in our mind that she wasn't there like every time we look back we always see her there you know what I mean yeah that should be encouraging. And so we were raised by a very feminist mother. Like, she's out there, and she's working, and she was doing it all. Like, she literally, she was pregnant with me, and she drove all the way to L.A. an hour away to work, found out she was bleeding on a rainy day, and she just got back in the car without calling anyone. She just drove herself an hour this back home to the hospital. This was before cell phones. This was, like, before cell phones were a big thing, because her parents are old. <laughs> <laughs> and so she just, like, did it all on her own. Like, she's just a person that does things, because to us feminism as like a corporation Mm -hmm. is trash because a real like the real thing is like if you see something that needs to get done just do it and don't say anything don't wave around that you're a woman that's doing it like if you need it to be done go do it go do it and so emily was really like that's just how we were raised genuinely with not any type of bias in that way like it was just like if you need something that needs to get done just do it and it's like if someone did better than you like it's because like oh like did you put enough effort not because like well they're a man yeah it doesn't matter the gender it doesn't matter matter we weren't raised that way which is very interesting like if you met like our parents in a way because we're very conservative but like you know what because we're conservative but we understand like genuine human equality yes at the end of the day because you know, you know what, I mean? what conservatives don't equal discrimination as much as the world i know wants as much as the world thinks so it's fine so yeah. emily is at work and she's always outperforming others and people like below her were idolized for it yes they were so i'm like because because we do say because emily did see a slight bias sometimes oh of course there's totally a bias there's always going to be a bias and it's like you want to say your systemic whatever it could be racism genderism sexism sexism whatever it is you want to say systemically i would suggest understanding the definition of the word systemic first of all (laughs) before you start saying things like that and then second of all really looking around at what's happening to you yeah but irregardless of that fact the point is like definitely raised by a more like progressive feminist mother, but not. I don't even want to call her a feminist. Yeah. She's not a feminist. She's she would never a- say she agrees with feminism. Nothing. Yeah. But everything about her was just like, yeah, you just do it. Like because it's just humanity. Thing, because here's the thing: when my when our parents, we did not have. You have a diamond. Yeah, I know from my paint by <laughs> number seven. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because our parents, they equally worked. And I don't know if you know this, but if you actually work in the workforce, you have to face, like, people raining down on you. All Which I time. know a lot of women who say they work, quote-unquote, don't actually know what it's like to, like, work. And it's like, if you know what it's like to work, then you know what it's like to be oppressed by the man, to not be given the same opportunity as other people, to be working hard and no recognition. And, like, that's fine. That's what it is. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. And you can only do so much with that. But, like, our parents both worked, and when you work in very high-intensity places that are very high-profile places, you have a a lot of things happening at one time. And since they both were very alpha in their roles that they participated yeah. in in their workforce... Two alpha people, it's very hard to combine those. Yeah. So it's like we weren't raised by an alpha and a beta. We were raised by two alpha people. Yeah, <laughs> and it comes with its own cost. And it comes with its own cost. But that's but I, I am very alpha myself when it comes to a relationship. And it's like you said to me the other night, you were like, sometimes we need to learn how to shut our mouths. Sometimes we do. And because it's like, we but, were... and like that goes against the grain of what I feel like I should Well, do. it goes against the grain because here's the thing. Here's also what I said. Because I tend to be more backseat. I'm a big peacemaker. Like, I'm all about being peace. I was born in July. I do it that which you will, astronomically. Astrologically. Astrologically. <laughs> so close. <laughs> but I like to be peacemaker. But at the end of the day, I'm always going to say what's on my mind. Because it's like, mom didn't raise someone who backed out. And you know what? Our mother didn't pretend to be anything that she wasn't. No, she didn't. Our parents were a thousand percent honest with us and yes. that's a big thing we have issues with it's like people really aren't honest with each other they're very they're passive not, but yet those people are in relationships more than we are yeah i know because they're willing to concede and that i am no yeah. let me speak they're willing to concede in a different way where if someone thinks they have power over the other they will manipulate them and people are insecure enough in that to let it happen that's like the whole crux of this Is issue that the crux of yes the because we're so strong and we're so against being manipulated that it sometimes like, does not do well. Mm. Because what do people need? Ego's fluffed. But here's the thing. Here's why we have a hard time maybe holding our tongue when we probably should. Because people with no filters aren't always the best. But we always say, you know where we stand. But here's the thing. The reason why it's so hard for us to not say anything, like, to genuinely hold back, is because we think we're compromising with ourselves. Like, in a way. Yeah. Like, we're compromising with our ethical code and like, like it's almost like we're seeing something like a person being robbed, and then we just turn to like look away and buy a candy bar. Yeah, it's like I feel like I am like sidestepping who I actually am. I know, but that's not always necessarily true. I know because we yeah because what is relationship but only compromise. I know, but also it's like kind of learning how to grow with the person. Yeah, because like you have your baggage from whatever experiences you have, whether that's with your family or friends that or past relationships, it really can be like anything. anything. In our situation, it's our family predominantly. But it, like it could be coming from anything and it's how you take that experience and how you grow from it because you're not a victim of your situation. Yeah, you're not. You're never a victim of it. So it's like, okay, because I didn't have this XYZ example I was hoping for, I had a different example of what was presented to me and I take that into my relationships, then ergo, my value is X, Y, Z. But that's yeah. not true because you create your own value for it, mm-hmm. you know? And that's, like, a hard thing to remember when you're in the situation. And then it's, like, you just I just feel like I'm sabotaging everything. Because then it's, like, oh, 
well, it's just easier because it's like I kind of know the writing on the wall and it's like really who do you know that's had like this situation or this ideal you know, yeah, you know, it's just like there's not really many. Examples there's not of a that. perfect, and also, thing ever. especially now today's society, it's even scarier because people mm-hmm. just give up because we're so expendable. We're so expendable. we're so expendable as like a culture, and so it's like okay, I want to try. I I don't mind compromising. Maybe I won't do it in the first three weeks, but it's like damn. Like, do I have to compromise on sex to make you see me? Do I have to compromise yeah. on beliefs to make you see me? And like that's a hard thing because it's like. It's hard to differentiate between the big and the little stuff to, like, hold your tongue on. Yeah. Because to us, all of it's the big stuff. All of it is always Because the, the little stuff. stuff always builds up to the big stuff. Like, sometimes yes. the little stuff is more important than the big stuff. Mm-hmm. Because it sets a tone. It's all about setting a tone. Tone dial. Be- yes. <laughs> tone dial. <laughs> Next episode. <laughs> because it's true. Because when you get into something, you set a tone for what that situation is going to be. Yeah, like, especially in your lovey Like, you phase. have to lay the foundation down. You have to. You have to. to talk about the hard things. You have to talk about the past traumas. You have to no, talk yeah, about... No, yeah, but not within a month. See, here's where we... Here's where we... Ba-bomb. We hit the speed bomb. The ba-bombsies. The ba-bombsies. <laughs> Can't do that shit within a week. No, not within a week. meeting someone. Not within a week. Because that's a hard time. When do you think is the appropriate time? I know when the appropriate time is. From Patty Smith, the millionaire. Okay, let's say, let's say it. Let's say it. Uh, well, oh, okay then. I was going to give a timeline, but you were going to give like a statement. Because I was going to say, let's say it on three. To me, it's three months. You have to tell but them Emily says within the first like month. Until within monogamy. In the first month. Within the first until month. you are monogamous, which I really believe in Patty Smith and everything she says. Well, because yes, great. she's great. It's her business. I, it's her business and she's been so successful in it. Until you're monogamous, you cannot do anything serious. Yeah, like no sexually way. or whatever. You constitute as serious, but within the first month, you have to tell the person all of your your baggage, mm. and that seems very aggressive. No, You're like, but it does. What have within to be a done. first month, I have to tell them that I did X Y Z, and it's like, yeah, you have to tell them because you want honesty. And yeah. how can you expect honesty when you, you don't, don't give, give it, it up front? And also, that's because that's why I am so how I am. Like I just like pour it all on the table. I show everything that I am because I'm like, okay, if they can't handle that. Then it's like, that's fine. I can move on and that's You don't want to waste your time. You don't want to waste your time. But it's like, it's also true. Like, I think I amplify it. Because Because I'm me. It's also because a big thing you say, not to like out Emily, because I'm obviously perfect in my emotions all the time about boys. I don't have, I haven't had a boy thing in like. Since like Three years. (laughs) Like it's been three years since I've had like a proper crush. For sure. It's been a long time, guys. I'm lonely. (laughs) I'm <laughs> getting desperate out here. <laughs> but, but not really. I'm like, it's fun to talk about boys. There's many Gosh. boys in the youth group. So annoying. <laughs> yeah, in the youth group. Yeah, Who are just interchanging us. <laughs> Endlessly, because isn't that just church? One, one hoe to the next. Isn't that just the way? Oh, gosh, I hate things sometimes. <laughs> I have beef sometimes with certain things. But um, I don't even remember what I was going to say. About me exposing me. Oh, yeah, because Emily's really dramatic. For sure. <laughs> Whoa, big shocker. <laughs> because um, she's like, well, if they're just going to run away anyway, like, I don't want to waste my time. And, like, she doesn't even give them the benefit of the doubt or even, like, yourself the benefit of the doubt. I know, which is a bad thing. Like, it's like, you don't have to immediately be, because she's like, 
Like, Stanley can be vicious. She can be quite scary. It's coming from me, younger sibling, who is terrorized by her for years. <laughs> um, can be pretty intimidating. Pretty coming aggressive. from our heritage. Mm. Quite aggressive people. Quite aggressive. Quite intimidating. Not I'm aggressive, I would say intimidating. They're well, very I'm... smart. They're, it's a lot of mind games. It's a lot of mind games. As white people do. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, they never go straight to the smacking, do they? No. But, um... And so, I keep losing my train of thought. I need a script. I'm mad at myself. But, um, because you're like, if they just can't, like, I'm going to be a lot meaner to you in the future, just by nature, by nature of you. So you got to get used to it in the first week or else you're not going to survive. But it's like, you're not going to be angry at them like that all the time. God willing. Like, hopefully that's a special occasion. You know what? That reminds me of your friend from college who is married who will one day be on this podcast, yes. which I'm very excited about. But um, because she always said that she found love through fighting. She didn't say she found love through fighting, mm-hmm. but she said because, sorry to out you without permission, but it's fine. Because <laughs> <laughs> with her first relationship, like in high school, like she was so go with the flow. She's like, she excused his bad actions too easily, which I think is fair. You shouldn't do that. But she says that she fights with people she cares about a lot because she thinks when you stop fighting, you stop caring. Because mm-hmm. she's like, I wouldn't be so mad at you if I didn't care about you and, like, you doing good things. Yeah. Which I think is a correct sentiment. It's like but the I sentiment But I don't is think correct. fighting is always the best thing. Exactly. Like, the Coming intention... from, you know, a very, like, gloves on all the time in this house. Yeah, all the time. And it's like the sentiment makes sense. But yeah, definitely the execution, I think, could be channeled in different ways. But irregardless of that, it kind of parlays into that whole idea of... Yeah. When yeah. you stop fighting, you stop caring. Exactly. I can see And that. it's like, that's not my intention. That's not what I think about. It's like, even though this episode is almost over, and <laughs> we didn't even really get to the point, which is like, what value... Do you really add to a relationship? And like we don't have the answer for that because we don't know because we've never been in a relationship. And it's like from where I've been at least, it's like I don't know because it's like I almost snuff it out before it can even start. Yeah. Because – and you were talking to me about that the other night. You were like saying – you were like – it always happens the same way. Like, this always happens. Yeah, that's always like, what you it say. It always happens. You're like, if I already know how it's going to end, why would I even why, start it? Yeah, and, like, why am I not okay with it? And I was thinking about that today. And I was thinking, you know what? It's so true. Why am I not okay with it? And it's like, it's like I almost, in a weird way, feel more comfortable with it being this way, this nebulous area of where I'm constantly disappointed. Yeah. So it's like I set up the situation to be that way. Not yeah, you that, do. Not that really any situation I've had recently could have trans you know transpired into something better no, you do, but you do but it's like this nebulous middle area it it is more comfortable for me even though I still haven't adapted to it as expertly as you would expect since it happens all of the time yeah but um I know it is kind of interesting and it's like 
I don't know. And it's like I was thinking because it's like you also said the other day, you're like, I've always wanted a home like this. Like fresh flowers. Yeah, fresh flowers, new cookies. And we had that and we have that. We've had that constantly since moving into this new place. Like we always have something baking in the oven. We have fresh flowers. I know, we've baked a lot. We have like, and we do have a lot of flowers in we here. We have flowers. We have a lot of nature. We have a lot of things to nourish and, and we have grow. Now it's cold and our fireplace is on all day. All the time. 12 it's hours on a day. right now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like. And, like, that's what I always thought I would have in a relationship. But it's, like, I think that the thing that stops me, at least, from getting into a relationship is all of the scary stuff that I know is going to come. Yeah. Because, you know what? A relationship isn't just the first two months or it's two not. years. It's, like, it's a whole it's lot. It's all the bad. And it's, like, I we've said on this podcast, like, relationships are easy. And I think that if you find the right person... They can be easy, quote unquote, but it's like they're hard at the base level. The formula's easy. Yeah. But humans are the most difficult things in this world. Yeah. And they make it hard. And it's like, I always sit in that hard space. So I'm like, okay, if I'm just the most aggressive person, the most aggressive version I can be, then if they can handle that, then I will be softer over time. But it's like... But I... No, I think you should... It's not... It's not a, a winning tactic, for sure. I don't think so either. But also, what I would do, I would do the complete opposite. Where I'd be so soft. Yeah. At the beginning, and then it's like, you gave me a reason to be hard. But, like, <laughs> that also gets you, you know... People think they really can take advantage of me because that is how I, like, go into things. I'm very, like... I'm easy kind going. of people pleaser. I'm definitely easygoing, like peacekeeper. You know what peacekeeper, I mean? Peacekeeper. I yeah. I prefer to keep the peace. I wouldn't say you're a people pleaser. I'd say you're a peacekeeper. Yeah, I would say I'm a peacekeeper. More definitely more often. <laughs> like I'm not afraid to speak my mind. But um and I think that really surprises people. Is that I'm not always afraid to speak my mind, but it's like when I do it doesn't necessarily mean I'll do it viciously. Like I don't think I've genuinely ever yelled in my life. Like I don't think I've genuinely ever been mad. Which For is sure. like oh, yeah. What a blessing. But it's like, I've never felt true anger. I don't know if I will. I'm sure one day. I'm sure one day. I'm sure someone out there, maybe one of you listening, will disappoint me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But no. And it's like, that's like really sad that you don't know. Well, that I don't know what I would ask It's just you. sad that we don't know. Like, we're too old now. Like, it's not like. We're not old. No, no. But like, like, these are things that you kind of piece together in middle school to high school era. Like, kind of beginning of college. Like, we should have had one boyfriend by now. But we haven't. And I think that, like, does totally, like, take its toll. Well, like, one serious boyfriend? Yeah. Well, like, I guess. Serious. I've had, like, boy things. But they've never taken Boy things aren't, like, the same, though. Like, mm-hmm. someone that you, like, introduced your mom and dad, like, six months in or something. Like, this is boyfriend. <laughs> like, a one-year relationship. I know, but that's the point of this podcast. I know, that's, that's the point. I know that's podcast. the point of this podcast, but I'm like, it's hard. It is hard. Because we're now too old. Like, our brains aren't developing in that way, so, like, we don't see it as, I like, know. oh, like, like, that's one of the things Which kind of, like, we wraps back to the point of, it's like, I feel like I had value in the workforce, and I feel like I had value to my family, and I feel like I had value that. to my friends. I hope I do, anyways. But it's like with a relationship, it's like, well, I'm feeding myself into all these other yeah, areas Yeah, it's like, what do you life. really do in a it's relationship? It's like, I cannot give any more of myself. And if I do give any more of myself in that area, then you're going to have to prove that you're going to integrate yeah. into it. And that's a very selfish way of thinking. Oh my gosh, breakthrough. Because a relationship is about co-mingling. It's yeah. not about integrating into one situation. It's about adapting to two situations. Yeah. You know, because it's like people are like, oh, well, I'm a whole person finding another whole person. And it's like, that's 
like cute or whatever, but it's not true because it's like you, you have, have your give whole up life some of yourself. that they have to adapt to, and they have their whole life that, that you, you have, have to, to adapt to. to. So it's really two halves coming together. You can be whole in your half or whatever you want to say to make yourself new age and feel cool, but it's like you really have to give yourself up a little bit to yeah, make to, time for to that merge. person. Yeah, and that's not a bad thing, but it's like think about the value that you add. Because but it's like take like at. take the time to be so okay with yourself that you're willing to let a little bit of you go. Exactly, because you have to let a little bit of you go. You because to. if you're thinking that a relationship is only them compromising for you, that's like messed up. But if you feel that you will be any like you will be empty without a small piece of yourself like that's not where you should be yeah that's not where you should be like you shouldn't yeah. feel like you're losing yourself and it's like if you feel better being out of a relationship than just be out of a relationship yeah, then freaking do it because you know i read it in betches once mm-hmm. and i never understood it like i never really cared about it but they're like let that man go they're like let him go so someone can be proud to be with him because if you're not proud to be with him why are you with him yeah and like it's, it's like sad. you know like I think about so many girls and they're like with guys that are like okay or with guys with girls and they're like yeah like that's okay and it's like no like you should want to scream from the rooftops that you're with this person yeah. you should want to show them off you should want to be like oh my gosh like I'm with this person I'm gonna tell everybody about it and it's like if you're not even with that person like, you're with a person that's like, yeah, like, they're great, and, like, here they are, and if they're not here, it's like, yeah, it's okay, they're, like, there, then it's like, no, like, if we let all those people go out to find the person that's proud to be with them, then, like, the whole world would seem differently. It'd be totally different. It'd be totally different. And I'm really Instead, we're scraping to keep people because we're so afraid of being alone. Fix the problem. Exactly. And maybe that's not the solution to finding out what makes you great in a relationship, but that's definitely... I'm just starting I mean, to it's a good place to start. I mean, that's where we are able to contribute. But, like, let us know. Like, what truly, like, what is a person's value in a relationship besides someone to, like, listen to? Like, is it just coming home to someone at the end of the day? Like, is that truly, like, fundamentally all it is and, like, our humanness complicates that? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. what or is our is value? is it a person that you probably fight with sometimes and you disagree with sometimes, but you know at the end of the day you wouldn't want to like go Like, they're going to support you in anything you do. You know what I mean? Exactly. And you wouldn't want to go through life without them. I know. Because, because life is a be big lonely. thing. And it's not even just about being lonely. Because we can also take it back to scripture and like how God said it's The not first good thing man. that was not good was loneliness. The first thing that was not good was loneliness. And it was not good for man to be alone. And like we can think about that. And it's like it is true. It's good to have camaraderie and like the partnership and all of that and what it brings. But also it's like, yeah, okay, so the guy from college, we didn't align on like political views or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like I know that. Like, we would have had a great thing despite that. And it's like, so what are the big things that you bring into a relationship? What are the big things that you contribute to one another? Yeah, like, what makes a relationship so different from, like, everyday life besides the fact that you have to, like, entertain a whole other person and they have to entertain you? Exactly. Like, there has to be something bigger than that. Because it's not just fighting. And it's not just compromising. And it's not just someone to go to the movies with. And it's not just about equality. It's about knowing exactly where you meet and what you meet on. Yeah, is it? I don't know. Guys, tell me. Like, like if you're in a loving relationship, what value do you find in your partner? Like, what's up with that? What is up with that? Why do you keep them around? Confused. What's the secret to your relationship? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay. We're getting transcendental. It's time to go. It's time to go. All right, have a good day, lovey-doveys. We love you. See you next week. Yes.